are listening to Motormouth Radio. I'm your host, Motormouth Malone. In former lives, I've been known as Hug Kiss, Big Red, Texas Jess, and the Texican who craves Mexican. I'm broadcasting to you tonight from the sunny shores of Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Join me tonight as we take a trip back in time to the South. Rocking chairs on the front porch and people wave as you go by. Sweet tea fills every glass. Young love is in the air tonight as we stroll a mile or two along willow-lined streets as night-blooming jasmine fills the air. Once upon a time, many years ago, two lovers held hands as they walked alone after dark. She loved walking late with her man. They would hold hands and talk about the future. She loved to hear him talk. Charlie was usually quiet around most people, but with her, he talked a blue streak. He talked about his work and about his family about his difficult mama and how nothing seemed to please her. The pressure of being the man of the house at such a young age wore on him hard. He put his arm around his girl and pulled her in close as he kissed her forehead. Her hair was dark as the night and her deep blue eyes would shine and sparkle in the moonlight. She smiled as she relaxed in the comfort of his arms. She knew she was one of the only people who really listened when he talked. He needed a shoulder to lean on, and she knew when he married her, they would keep up this tradition of their midnight walks. She would hum as they walked along. Her voice was deep and smooth like a fresh cup of hot coffee. And these days, she was so happy she couldn't help but sing. She had caught his eye in church during a solo with the choir. You could not help but notice her. Luckily, he caught her eye too, and they'd walked to church every Sunday morning since. It was a long courting process, but her father insisted. It all started one night when he couldn't sleep. Charlie was a restless man, you see, and he couldn't sit still for too long. He went to her window and asked her to meet him on the corner. From then on, every Saturday, just after midnight, she'd sneak out of the house and meet him on their corner. They walked a mile along the highway until they reached the willow at the entrance of the cemetery. They sat under the willow tree and talked until just before sunrise. They had a regular date on Friday nights, but she could only stay out for an hour, and this new Saturday night ritual was just what they needed. Her father hadn't exactly come around on dating, and the only time they were truly seen together was their usual Sunday ritual at church. On this Saturday night, Charlie was not at the corner as usual, so she waited. She got to wondering what could be keeping him. She decided to go out looking for him. Maybe he was already at the willow tree. Maybe he'd been hurt. Maybe her daddy was right and he wasn't worth a lick. But no, not Charlie. 
She'd have to pass his house on the way to the cemetery, and she was sure the explanation was reasonable. She hummed to herself and swayed with the tune as she walked along, the full moon and the bright stars and a clear sky lighting her way. She picked some night-blooming jasmine growing along a fence. As she rounded the corner, she saw an unfamiliar car in Charlie's driveway. And then suddenly, everything went black. She would never see anything again. She never saw the truck rounding the corner. She never even heard it. The driver didn't see her either. It all happened very fast. But Charlie heard the squeal of the brakes and stuck his head out of his window as he buckled his pants. The unfamiliar guest looked on from the porch. She wanted to leave, but she couldn't move, frozen by the scene in front of her. Charlie knelt near the curb and pulled her lifeless hand to his chest, but she was gone. The driver of the truck ran to the highway and flagged down a policeman for help. And Charlie cried. The only crime she'd committed was maybe being careless after dark. The days passed as a blur. Her father scowled at Charlie through the funeral service. Someone had to take the blame and his no account hide was the reason she was out that night in the first damn place. He knew Charlie was no good, but he'd always trusted his daughter. Charlie passed his days inside a bottle. He'd make it to work, but just barely and sometimes late. On Saturday nights, he'd stand on the corner and stare at her house. One night, after too much bourbon, he walked the mile along the highway. And as he walked along, the scent of jasmine filled the air. He swore he heard someone behind him. But as he turned, there was no one there. He swore he felt the touch of a hand on his hand, but no one was there. He called her name and the night became still. No breeze, not a chirp from a cricket. And then he heard the faint sound of a woman humming. He searched the dark with his eyes, but he could not see anyone. He called her name again and his head began to spin. Was it the bourbon? Was she here? He thought he better call it a night. He came upon his own house and he stumbled up the driveway. It has been said that if you go walking after midnight along the lane toward the cemetery, you can hear her humming, still searching for Charlie. To continue this story, please listen to Walkin' After Midnight by Patsy Cline. And thank you for stopping by Motormouth Radio. Until next time, this is Motormouth Malone signing off. Come on back sometime and I'll tell you another one. <laughs>